Hey everybody, this is Luis, and you're listening to the Ordinary Yogi Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation instructor that happens to cuss and at times be wildly inappropriate. On this show, I break down the woo-woo teachings of yoga and connect them to the real world. My goal is to show you that you don't have to live or look a certain way for yoga to affect you physically, spiritually, and mentally. You can be an ordinary yogi just like me. Contrary to popular belief, just because I practice yoga and meditation does not mean I do not get pissed off. However, through this practice, I have been able to navigate and express my anger in a much healthier fashion. And that is what we're going to be talking about today on The Ordinary Yogi. I wanted to bring this up for a few different reasons. First, of course, for the health, what being angry does to us in the long term, our culture's perspective on anger, and also how yoga and anger don't really mix together, especially how yoga is presented in social media and the, the bone I have to pick with that. So when it comes to our health, it shows that people that have anger issues tend to have poorer health as they age. And, you know, high blood pressure, you know, hypertension, all this stuff seems to add up. And this is just a result of chronic stress that we have. And getting angry is a stress on the body. So if you think of, you know, as we work out, we do something physical, that's putting a stress on our body. And the, what we hope is as we stress out that body, we have, a, we have a response from our body to grow a little bit stronger, a little bit more resilient. However, if I were to work out all the time, day in, day out, and not give my body proper time to rest and recover, that exercise, although in theory good for me, is going to deteriorate my body. Same thing with anger. If we're constantly getting angry, that stress is put on the body. And if we're always fucking pissed off, our body never has a time to get into that parasympathetic rest and digest state to relax and recover. And after a prolonged period of time, this adds up and causes health issues down the line. Now, although I have this podcast and I practice yoga and all that, blah, 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 I still get pissed off. And I, looking back now at my younger self, I had some, uh, I had some anger issues. But my anger wasn't, uh, I'm going to throw stuff and hit walls and kind of thing. I feel it was, a, it was a less healthy way. You know, at least that way I'm getting the anger out. Instead, I would just sit and be angry and just fucking stew and just be angry and repress that anger and just shove it deep down. And eventually it would come up in some totally unhealthy way. You know, the, and that's kind of what I want to talk about as far as anger, what it is. You know, culturally, we look at anger as this bad thing, right? And that's kind of coming up. I felt it was bad to be angry. So I would just kind of stuff it down and just stew, not let anybody know I was angry. Although you can ask my wife, when I'm upset, as much as I try to hide it, it comes out in different ways, right? I'm pretty snor- I'm short. I'm short with her. I'm snappy. I shut off. I wall off. So that anger does come out in some way or fashion. And it's just typically not the healthiest way to do it. So, you know, what is anger? It's an emotion, just like sadness, just like joy, just like happiness. And all of these emotions are okay to experience, to feel, to acknowledge. But in our culture today, we have this thing that, oh, he's the angry guy. So it's kind of like almost putting some shame on that. 
and not letting ourselves express that anger. Now, what I want to distinguish here, of course, is there's being angry, and then there is what you do with that anger. And this is where things can kind of get unhealthy. If I'm the kind of guy that gets angry and I just fucking yell at the person while I'm angry, that is not a good way of expressing that. When I'm talking about, talk to my son, he's a two and a half year old. He has all these emotions coursing through his body and it just, it's from a freaking light switch on and off. He can be totally calm. I give him the wrong color cup and he loses it. Throwing stuff, you know, just screaming, all this kind of stuff. And I really tried to do my best to coach him, get down on his level and just kind of distinguish like, are you feeling angry? And sometimes he'll straight up, he'll say yes. And I try to tell him that it's okay to be angry. Okay. I get angry sometimes too, but it is not okay to throw things. So trying to distinguish, it's okay to feel the emotion, but it's not okay to express it in certain ways or what you do with those emotions. And just recently on the soul searching adventure, I kind of had a little bit of a break for you. I'm a pretty reserved guy. If you ever meet me in public, I'm pretty quiet. And we had this ex- exercise in expressing our anger. And what it was is uh, thinking of something that makes us angry or a, a person, whatever. And then just screaming at uh, one of our partners in the exercise. And we started the exercise with, you know, is it okay if I express anger towards you? And they would say, yeah. And then it took me a little while to get started. Um, but once I got going, oh, buddy, all that stuff came pouring out over this thing I was thinking about. And once I did that, I, you know, I went for like fucking five minutes at least. Once I did that, I felt this unblockage, like I just a release of these things I was holding on to, things that this emotion that I've always felt was wrong to express. And it felt so freeing and so good. Now I'm not saying go out there and start screaming at people, but there are certain ways to express our anger and in a much better way, or at least let that anger pass through us. Which brings me to the next subject, which is the connection to yoga. The first thing I want to talk about is this bone I have to pick with the yoga industry, kind of social media, and it's gotten better over the years, but this this good vibes only shit that I see online. That, you know, yoga people are just like these happy-go-lucky, they never get angry, and if you're feeling a bad way, that's not yoga, right? No, yoga is encompassing all of us. Yoga, what I love about it is this mindfulness practice kind of says that you, my friend, are whole and there's nothing inherently wrong with you. And that's what I love about this practice. And I kind of want to smash that good vibes only stuff because bad vibes sometimes, right? And that's okay. We're human. We're going to experience all these different things. And what's I've also learned about yoga is people that are attracted to yoga and get into this meditation, including myself, are a little bit crazy, right? Uh, We don't practice yoga because we're calm and cool. We practice yoga because it helps us remain calm and cool, right? A lot of people I find find these practices and maintain them have some healing to do, and they find it in this space. And that's another thing that I want to bring up. But as far as what yoga provides us, you know, what meditation provides us, it gets us from this scene or being in this state 
to being someone that is the observer, right? Realizing that all of these emotions that we feel, all of the thoughts that have through our head are transient things. We are not our emotions. We are not our thoughts. We can place ourselves through, you know, enough practice of meditation and mindfulness. We can put ourselves in this seer position. And then once we're in that position, we can kind of see maybe causes of what is making us angry. Because typically when we feel angry, we feel some kind of transgression has been placed upon us or something's happened that crossed the line within us. And if we're just quick to react, and I find that when you're in a big emotional state, it's probably not the best time to make decisions or react to things. Once we have this thing happen to us that triggers us in a certain moment, we can maybe create some pause or look at it from a different perspective and just ask ourselves, what about this is making me angry? Why is this crossing the line? Because I guarantee you what pisses you off is probably not going to piss the next person off. When I'm talking about really small things, right? Because there's obvious things across the board. You know, if you smack me in the face, I'm probably going to be a little upset just like you would be. But becoming the observer is such a powerful spot, right? What I'd like to imagine is being on the opposite side of the glass at the zoo, right? Where we can see the animal, which is us, you know, by the animal, I mean all of our emotions, all of our thoughts. We can take a look at it and we can also take a look at its surroundings, what's causing these things, its environment. We can do that to ourselves through a lot of introspection, a lot of reflection, and maybe dig up some things and maybe find some causes and triggers. And then once we find out like what's pissing us off, we can do our best to try to mitigate those things. Maybe cut those things and nip them in the bud before they turn into these things that make us angry. Another thing about yoga and meditation is its power to help us regulate our emotions. I've mentioned a lot of studies in this podcast about how meditation not only you know gives us a little bit more spirituality and has this different perspective, but it also literally changes how our brain works and the makeup of our brain. I'm talking about the gray matter, right? The parts of our brain that regulate our emotion tend to grow when we practice mindfulness and meditations. And when we do this, all these things that make us upset can try to get turned down a little bit. Uh, an example or metaphor I like to use is imagine you're in a building and the fire alarm goes off and it's a super distracting fire alarm. I'm talking lights, loud noises, all this stuff. Just like when you get angry, you have this big response, this emotional response of anger. And once you're like back into the building, it's really hard to navigate. I just, you're kind of in a flight or flight mode. I want to get the hell out of this building, away from this noise, away from all this lights and all this sort of shit that's going off. Just like when we're angry, right? We're in a big emotional state. I want to get away from this. I want to react to this rather than to respond. If we practice enough meditation and we do this mindfully, that would be like putting some earmuffs on and some sunglasses in that same room. Right now, the noise isn't as harsh. Now the lights aren't as distracting. Now I can maybe navigate my way out of this building or out of this emotional state a little bit more, a little bit more kinder, right? So that's what the practice of meditation, I feel, does, putting it in like a, a different, different perspective. There was a study done on adolescents, you know, kids 13 to 18, 
and I found this is a great group to practice the study was on because if you've never met a teenager, they're wildly emotional. Now, speaking from experience, right? I was once one as well. And it was a sampling about 150, which isn't huge. So and they divided this group up into, you know, half of them had a meditation, yoga practice, half of them didn't. And by the end of this 30 week, or excuse me, this 30 day study, they found that teens that had this practice were able to regulate their emotions. Their self-confidence was a little bit better. How they perceived themselves was a much healthier way. So again, if, if we're working adolescence, when all these hormones and all these things about fitting in and all this shit's going on, I'm pretty sure it can work with adults that if you're listening to the episode, I hope you are. If you're younger, hey, it might work for you as well. So there's a lot of benefit through these practices. If we look into yoga as far as the philosophy of it, there are a couple things we can take away that can help us maybe. The biggest one is the niyama of Ishvaya Pratihana or surrender. Now, surrender, when you hear it, you think of the kind of this like passive, like, oh, but surrendering to things that are beyond your control takes a lot of courage and power. Realizing that all these things that, you know, that piss me off, sometimes traffic, I can't do anything about that. And you know, thinking that you can and gripping your steering wheel. I used to have really bad road rage. I can think back to myself then and just be like, what the, what can you do other than just let go and accept the fact that you can't do anything? And as easy as that sounds, when we're in the moment, when we're stuck in traffic, when we're in a long line, it's really hard to let go of that control. But once we do, once we have the courage to surrender, this weight becomes lifted off our shoulders. We can focus our energies on something else rather than things we have no control over. So surrender is a really powerful tool to use. And you can you know, ask yourself, is there anything I can possibly do about this right now in this second? If the answer, the honest answer is no, then take a deep breath, sigh it out, and just say, all right, I surrender and just be in the present. There's also the, the yama of aparigraha, which is letting go. This really kind of reflects on letting go of our attachments, letting go of all these things. But I feel, you know, if we're a person that tends to get angry, there's maybe some comfort in that identity that we give ourselves. Like, I'm just, I just, I don't put up with shit. I blah, blah, blah. And there might be some fear of letting that go or maybe we're just holding on to that identity a little bit too much of this person that we think that we are and letting that go may cause some positive change so letting go is also another uh, yoga philosophy tip that i think is really falls in this category of dealing with our anger so all this being said right talking about how to become the observer how it helps regulate our emotions the power of letting go and surrender. What are some things I can give you today that you can take with you and start practicing on controlling our anger or rather just being the observer of it? The first couple, of course, are going to be obvious. Breathe and meditate. Now, when I'm saying meditate, I think a lot of folks think you have to do this for hours on end and all the... No, take the smallest dose you can and apply it to your life. 
a two to five minute meditation every day can be uh, wonderful and give you huge changes. It's a little step in the right direction. Or if you just want to breathe and focus on your breath, that's also another form of meditation, but it's a little more, um, a little more tactical, I guess. You're not thinking about higher powers or anything. You're just focusing on your breath, focusing on the realness of your breath. And what that would look like is, again, setting your clock or a timer for, say, two minutes. And in those two minutes, you do absolutely nothing but feel your breath. Feel it coming in through your nose, going down your throat, expanding your chest or your belly, and then feeling everything come back out and just focusing on that. It's going to make you very present. And I guarantee you, it's going to calm you down just a little bit. Now, let's say you're already triggered and you're fucking pissed off. Breathing can also help us. Taking deep breaths in through the nose and then blowing out the mouth like if we were uh, had a straw in there. And by doing that, we automatically lengthen our exhales. And that's also going to bring us down a little bit. Another thing I've learned in myself is making space. Walking away from whatever situation pisses me off when I'm able to. And then coming back once that emotion has passed through me. Again, remember, these things are transient. Don't identify with the emotions. You're just feeling the emotions. Going for a walk. Just going to another room. Another thing we can do is get some wiggles out. Shaking your body. It sounds really weird, but if you shake your body, wiggle everything out, it gets that energy out. It gets that emotion out I feel sometimes I'll go down to the basement if I'm upset and I'll swing a kettlebell for like 30 seconds as hard as I can that gets the emotion the aggression out I need to get and then I'm in a much better headspace to address whatever was making me angry and then once we practice these things we have a little bit more space and we can kind of reflect a little bit you know again becoming the observer what about this thing made me upset truly um, I think a lot of times it, I, I remember a time a long time ago that uh, I'm kind of ashamed to, to admit this, but I was, I was working, I wasn't really fulfilled in my work at the time and I could tell it was affecting me, but I just didn't want to admit it. Right. I was kind of pissed off and my dog was just doing some dog stuff that dogs do nothing different than any other day. But then that day it was too much according to me. Right. So I yelled at my dog and I felt like shit afterwards. But it wasn't the dog that made me upset. It was these feelings that I had of, you know, not having job satisfaction and just feeling stuck. And that reflection made me like, okay, I need to do something about this because it's not the dog that pissed me off. It's this thing that I'm feeling that I need to get myself unstuck. And through that reflection, I was able, you know, I started going to therapy again and making some changes in my day to day, which helped me a hell of a lot in my mental health. So reflection is another great tool. This can be just sitting there pondering and just wondering. Going for a walk while you're doing this is also great. Or journaling. You know, if you're feeling angry, asking yourself questions are such a such a powerful thing. Why am I angry? Because of this. Like, why does that make you angry? Because of the And then the more you write out, the deeper you're going to go and find out maybe it has nothing to do with the fact that the dishes weren't washed or whatever. So... In conclusion, I just want to remind everybody that anger is okay. It is an emotion, and emotions are just signals, things that we feel that pass through us. And 
you know, as much as anger and aggression are closely related, I feel aggression is another thing that's looked at negatively, but aggression is also needed. If someone were to break into my house, you're goddamn right, I'm going to get angry and I'm going to get very aggressive because they are needed in the right circumstance. What's not okay, I feel, is suppressing our emotions. And you know what? The, now that I say it out loud, anger is the only, maybe sadness, is the only thing that we suppress. We just fucking stuff it down because we don't want to feel these quote-unquote bad feelings. But imagine if it were flip-flopped, like, I don't want to feel happy. Oh, I'm not going to feel this joy. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to be stoic. It just doesn't work, right? It doesn't make sense that way. But if we are able, if it's okay to feel joy, then it's okay to feel sadness and anger. There's an expression, I'm paraphrasing here, but it says that joy is the matriarch of all emotions. And it does not enter the house where her children are not welcome. So what that means is, on the huge spectrum of emotions that we have, we have to allow ourselves to feel all of them. And by feeling the bad ones, the ones in the middle, the ones that are great, we can just enjoy life more, right? The more we can dive into that sadness and really feel it and express it, the more we can jump into that joy and happiness, really feel it and express it as well. I hope this podcast was beneficial for somebody out there. I know there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of angry folks out there. A lot of things that piss people off. And yoga has helped me, you know, navigate those things a lot more. Not to say I I don't get angry because I still do. But now I can, again, put those earmuffs on, put those sunglasses on, and navigate my way around them a little bit better. If you like this episode, please leave me a rating review. Share it with somebody that you think, hey, you're kind of an angry fuck. You should listen to this. And if you're that person listening to this episode, just know that person loves you and they wanted you to maybe help you a little bit. Share with somebody. If you want to send me a message, please do. Email or on Instagram, whatever. I really enjoy putting these episodes together. And there's a lot of changes coming this year and I'm looking forward to them so much. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all next week. <laughs>